another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, AD. And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. This week's episode is all about the craft, the art, and the science of food preparation. We talk about a basic skill any adult should have to, well, be a functional adult. And that is... Cooking. This episode is more of Adi's thing. It was a requirement for her mom, for her and her siblings to learn how to cook. And I also cook, but most of the time when I experiment, no one really wants it. Yep. Wow. I even count how many times Adi tried to correct my cooking Frankensteins, and I'm actually grateful that she teaches me how to cook properly. Well, you should be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before we start with anything, we will be having another giveaway this week. Right. This episode is sponsored by Yuna Manila and Mima's Kitchen. That's why we will be giving away a burnt pass cheesecake and half a dozen of those huge chocolate chip and walnut cookies from Yuna Manila and a small tray of sushi bake and homemade chili from Mima's Kitchen. So stay tuned to find out how you can get a chance to win those goodies. If you want to see how they look, you can always check our Instagram post at Seizing Adulthood. Going back to cooking, I still believe that every adult should have some basic cooking skills. I mean, one should at least know how to fry an egg properly. Hey, that's me. Or know what kind of oil or butter to use Canola for it. Canola oil. <laughs> Honestly, there are just so many things that can often go wrong when you're cooking. And I think one of the reasons why people find it intimidating is that cooking doesn't just involve putting things on the pan or pot and heating them. Mm-hmm. But it also involves choosing the right ingredients, um, following a certain recipe, picking the freshest meats or produce, and... Also being able to adjust the flavor. There are just so many things to consider when you're cooking. And if you mess up at least one thing, it could turn the entire dish south. That's why for this episode, we will be talking about our misadventures in the kitchen and... How not to cook. I grew up in a household where my mom would wake me up early in the morning just so I could watch her cook and then she would teach me how to cut vegetables properly and do this and that in the kitchen. And of course, I would groan, whine, or complain about it. Mm -hmm. But now I'm actually quite grateful that that was part of my childhood because, well, right now I can actually cook. Unlike you, all I did as a kid was eat. I kind of wished that I should have been a little bit more curious and tried to learn to cook more. And now, since we're all stuck at home, I've been learning to cook. And not just fry stuff. (laughs) When I was young, I used to watch this anime on AXN called Cooking Master Boy. And (laughs) I was so amazed at how good Lu Mao Sing made all those dishes. The legendary chopping skills in that show was amazing. And I actually thought you could do that toss in the air, then ninja slice them all up in one go. Uh, He was doing it for like meat, fish, 
veggies. That sounds stupid. And I ended up trying it at home. And I had an onion roll on the floor a few seconds later. And I stopped doing that ever since. So, yun yung ginagawa mo kahapon. <laughs> hey, I didn't cook yesterday. There was no water. Was Cooking Master Boy the real name of that show? Isn't it like Choka Ichiban or something? I don't know. I never really watched that. I didn't like the animation. I just remember it as Cooking Master Boy, Lumao Singh, and that Emperor and the Porridge episode. Oh, I know so that good. episode because I would see episodes of Cooking Master Boy since it came before Curious Play, which was Fushigi Yugi. But anyway, that was the episode when Mao served the king congee or porridge. And then all the other characters were offended because they were like, why would you serve that to a king? But then when the king tasted or tried mouse cooking, he was like, wow, this is so good. And then started floating in the air. And I don't know. That was such a weird anime. I've always liked watching cooking shows. And I remember growing up, I watched Everyday Italian with my mom. It's the show by Gada de Laurentiis mm-hmm. where she preps meals for her friends and family. But anyway, unlike previous episodes where we tell you how not to do something... This time, we will be talking about the cooking mistakes in the kitchen that you should avoid. And for cooking mistake number one, not throwing meats or defrosting them for too long. Guilty! Honestly, I thought this wasn't really that important. I'd usually have hot oil pop back to me since the things that I fry aren't defrosted well enough. I think my worst thawing accident was when I was so hungry, I tried to cook some gypsal cuts that were not thawed properly. They were only out for about half an hour, and the meat was still frozen. I heated up oil and started pulling the meat apart, and since they're frozen, they looked like crap. It's like, kakainin mo ba to pag nasa restaurant ka? It looked disgusting. Anyway, anyway. Since the water from the meat was not fully thawed, the oil started to pop and it wasn't fun. And since that happened, I made sure to thaw something for at least two hours before cooking them. Bonus tip, don't be like me. Always try and find ways to lessen the pain you feel when you cook and food presentation can and will always go a long way. Well... There's also a reason why you shouldn't thaw or leave meat at room temperature for more than two hours. We're no experts here, but one shouldn't leave meat out for too long as it will allow bacteria to multiply, which can lead to foodborne illnesses. This happened to me one time. I didn't get sick and all, but I did leave meat out on the counter for a long time. It was ground beef. I was supposed to make spaghetti, and this happened... Back in March, I remember it was March because that was a weekend and I was so caught up in Animal Crossing that I didn't do anything else that day but play. Therefore, I did get to really cook the spaghetti sauce on time. And when I did cook it at around um, 6pm, the meat smelled funky. And then when I tasted the sauce, (laughs) the taste was off. tasted bad. So yeah, I wasted meat, spices, and a good amount of Italian sauce. So now, I always set a timer on my phone whenever I would defrost something from the fridge. I also learned that if it's not for immediate cooking, it would be better to defrost in the fridge than by the counter, again, to avoid bacteria and such. They say that a quick fix to thaw frozen food is to put it in a plastic bag and let it sit in a bowl of water for an hour. I never tried that, by the way. And honestly, that may do the trick. 
I was kind of sad that I didn't get my spaghetti that day. I was really hungry and as an AEW star would say, <laughs> Johnny Hungry. Yeah, if you don't watch AEW, you won't get that reference. And that's it for cooking mistake number one. Not thawing meats or defrosting them for too long. Now for cooking mistake number two. Not preheating your surface. So I'm very much guilty when it comes to this. As I don't usually preheat my pan before I begin cooking in it. I just put it on the stove, put oil, and I cook the food. Apparently, this is a bad habit as food would not cook evenly and would even stick to the pan. Guilty! Most of the time, I'm too lazy to wait for the pan and oil to heat up and I end up burning the food. I think the last time I did this was when I cooked cordon blue. It came out so bad that I had to face the burnt part down just so AD won't see it. I saw it. No, and because he took a bite. Ayun, lagot, wasak, burnt. Mapait, maalat, palpak. Bagsak sa panlasang Pinoy. Not just Pinoy. So sad. For everyone's panlasa. No! When I started baking back in high school, this was mostly the mistake I made. Because, I don't know, I guess I was so lazy and I never really took the time to preheat the oven. So... I was never really able to make good cookies back then. But after so many attempts and wasted batter, I was finally able to get the hang of it. She makes those soft, chewy cookies. Yeah, and they were even the very first thing I gave you when we started dating. Hmm. Watching AD bake cookies makes me hopeful that I can also do it someday. Wow. Yes. Whether or not you should preheat your pan depends on the recipe you're making. So be sure to read any instructions carefully. And that's it for cooking mistake number two, not preheating your surface. On to cooking mistake number three, not prepping your ingredients. Before you start using the stove, make sure you have all your ingredients ready and within reach so you won't have to go here and there or all over your kitchen while you're cooking. Not only is this tiring, but also time-consuming. There were so many times before, like before I was 20, that when I tried to make simple meals, I'd often be too lazy to even try and prep my ingredients. I'd preheat the pan and oil, then while heating, I'd start to chop onions, garlic, and whatever I needed. By the time I start cooking, the pan is so hot that some of the oil I placed has evaporated, and I've wasted enough gas to cook whatever I'm cooking two times over. Also, leaving the stove on with nothing but oil in the pan can cause it to burn. So yeah, please be careful. I've gotten a good amount of scolding over the years about this and I've learned my mistakes the hard way. Also, if you're paying for the gas or electricity, it's an unforgivable mistake to waste it on nothing. When you're just starting to get the hang of cooking, make sure to have all the ingredients prepped and ready to go. The French even call it mise en place, or everything in its place. It basically refers to the organization of all ingredients required before you start cooking. And as you get more comfortable in the kitchen, you will eventually learn to multitask. So one step or one recipe at a time. And that's it for cooking mistake number three, 
not prepping your ingredients. Moving on to cooking mistake number four, not following a recipe. Cooking Frankensteins, my favorite. I think the most recent horror I made was when I tried to make sesame-oiled scrambled eggs. I added a bit too much sesame oil after beating the eggs and the end result was bad, really bad, with a lot of sesame scent. AD was tired one morning, so I volunteered to cook breakfast for her. When the eggs got (laughs) on the table, she was speechless. Alright, I'm not that speechless anymore. So when I saw the scrambled eggs he made, it was horrific. It was dry and wet at the same time. How is that? Well, the eggs were quite burnt, but they were swimming in sesame oil. So he basically botched it. In the end, I was still the one who made breakfast and it looked na lang na bocha pa. Mm-hmm. Double dead <laughs> eggs, baby. <laughs> After I got a barrage of scolding for making the dumbest scrambled eggs, well, it honestly wasn't bad for of me. Of course you'd all. say that. You uh, made it. Anyway, I thought about it and if that was served to me in a restaurant, I might not actually eat it. So I ended up being the only one at home finishing my sesame-oiled scrambled eggs. Yeah. And that was the last time I ever made it. The end. <laughs> one extra tip here, though. If you're experimenting and cooking something, uh, be prepared to eat it. If it ends up good, then great. But if it ends up bad then just think of all the ingredients you used that would potentially go to waste. I mean, it might be bad, but at least you're owning up to your mistake. And as AD said, learning how to cook should be a fundamental skill for survival, and it's also a good way to know how you fuck things up. I think an experience I can share about this mistake would probably be the times I didn't read a recipe all throughout. Then, by the time I'm in the middle of cooking, like, at that moment, I would find out that the meat needed to be marinated pala overnight, or the batter would need to be chilled for a few hours and other stuff like that. So I guess the tip I can give to avoid this mistake would be to read and understand everything first about a recipe before executing or carrying it out. And that's it for cooking mistake number four, not following a recipe. Before we move on to our final cooking mistake, let us first talk about the giveaway. This week, we are giving away a Basque burnt cheesecake, a box of chocolate walnut cookies, a tray of sushi bake that's good for sharing, and some good old homemade chili with sea salt water biscuits from our episode sponsors, Yuna Manila and Mima's Kitchen. Again, if you want to check out their food, you can always check them out on Instagram or on our Instagram post where they're tagged. To get a chance to win all those goodies, all you have to do is... Number 1. Follow us on Instagram, at Seizing Adulthood. And do the same for Yuna Manila and Mima's Kitchen. So that's at Yuna Manila and at Mima's Kitchen. Number two, like our Facebook at Seizing Adulthood Podcast. And number three, on an Instagram story, post a photo of your favorite comfort food, tell us why it's your favorite, and don't forget to tag us. If you don't have a photo of your comfort food, you can always just get an image off Google, as long as you tell us why it's your favorite. As simple as that. 
One entry per person only. The giveaway is entirely free, but the winner will have to handle the shipping or delivery fee, which is why this giveaway is open to Metro Manila residents only. We will pick the best entry and announce the winner on Monday, 23rd of November via Instagram. So to all foodies out there, please do join! And that's it for the giveaway details. Back to cooking mistakes. Moving on to cooking mistake number five, not tasting the food you're cooking. I always taste the food I make, though I'm more of a biased judge to my creations as I made them, therefore Ooh. I eat them. <laughs> Ganun lang kasimple yung cooking principles ko. Yep, he'll definitely eat it even if it's bad. <laughs> so no wasted stuff on him. Human garbage can. <laughs> I'm also proud to say that I learned how to make pinakbet about three months ago. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, pinakbet is this dish that has around five to six different vegetables with a fish paste sauce as its base. Fish paste is called bagoong for our non-local listeners out there. If we have any. Oh, we do. We have some from Russia. Hi. Hi, Russian <laughs> listener. Anyway, I haven't tried putting pork cuts in it since I might fuck it up. And unlike vegetables, pork is a little bit pricier. If you're not Filipino, and again, it might sound weird, but believe me, it's the bomb. Which is? Your pinakbet? Yes, my pinakbet is the bomb. <laughs> it has this perfect blend of saltiness, uh, light bitterness, and bagoong <laughs> flavor that helps bring a weird explosion in your mouth. Wow, what a way to describe yeah. it. I decided to learn how to cook it since I wanted to have something that I can contribute to the table other than frying stuff. Now, sadly enough, less than a week before I learned how to cook it, AD stole it from me. How did I even steal it? Because you made it better. I did, and you agreed. But honestly, I beg to differ. You just distrust my pinakbet, and I am hurt. <laughs> oh, hurt. please. The only thing you can cook is pinakbet. <laughs> and pansit kanto. Wow. And you didn't even talk about a cooking mistake. You just mentioned how you can cook pinakbe. Oh, yeah. I am the victim here. I am the victim of this tip. No cooking mistake. You just mentioned, oh, by the way, I know how to make pinakbe. Oh, yeah, by the way, tang ina mo. Anyway, I'm gonna cook the best stuff later that you can't eat. <laughs> oh, going back, this actually happened. Here's an actual mistake, alright? Here's an actual cooking mistake. <laughs> not a, a pinakbet story. <laughs> so this happened to me back when I was baking cupcakes because <laughs> I had a cupcake face. I even used to sell them to my classmates back in college. That's why I don't really eat cupcakes anymore or that much. It's true. She doesn't. And I'm also to blame. Oh, why again? Because of my pinakbet. 
<laughs> okay, back in the story. Uh, it's because I uh, I bought all those Morse cupcakes back in 2012, and you got tired of it. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about those. So you're the reason why I grew tired of cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, and well, most cakes, but. I well, I still like chocolate cake, and it's always a good choice. Chocolate cake is always a good choice. I'll make a pinakbit cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, lang talaga kaya mong luto. Kaya pa ulit ulit na sinasabi. Let's move on to the podcast. It, it, this is still the podcast, <laughs> and you what? You spent like two minutes talking about your stupid pinakbit. It's not stupid. It's good. It's good. <laughs> anyway, I was making a batch of cupcakes then, and of course. I was so used to making them that I didn't even bother to to taste the batter. Well, ew, don't lick the batter off the spoon, guys. You'll mm. get salmonella. <laughs> if your recipe has raw eggs, don't lick the batter off the spoon. Uh-huh. But yeah, I didn't even taste the first batch after it finished uh, uh, baking. So when I finished doing everything and baking everything, I let my mom taste it. It turns out I forgot to add sugar. Mm-hmm. Walang lasa. Sugar-free cupcakes, literally. And that was such a waste of ingredients, and I had to redo the whole thing. While it's good to have confidence in your cooking, not tasting your food is a big mistake. Even if you're following a recipe, taste early and often. And that's it for cooking mistake number five. Do not steal Anyone's pinak bet. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. You're cooking stupid. mistake number five. Not tasting the food you're cooking. Every adult should at least have a set of basic cooking skills beyond just using a microwave to heat things up. Because knowing how to cook is also one way of being independent. As it allows you to, well, uh, sustain a very important need. And of course... Cooking also gives you a very rewarding feeling. So start exploring and begin with one pot or pan meals. Mm -hmm. Remember, cooking is a surefire way to express your love not only to yourself, but to your family as well, and basically anyone you care about, but not for you tonight. My pinakbet. <laughs> Before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to cook. Cooking cooking mistake number one. Not thawing meats or defrosting them for too long. Cooking mistake number two. Not preheating your surface. Cooking mistake number three. Not prepping your ingredients. Cooking mistake number four. Not following a recipe. And finally, cooking mistake number five. Not tasting the food you're cooking. So... Remember those mistakes, as they're very easy to avoid in the kitchen once you know what to look out for. Thanks for listening to this episode. We do hope you learned something from our misadventures in the kitchen. Yung bakbet mo. Bakbet. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Join us again next week when we talk about... School. Well, actually studying. And me, Bob Black's time. <laughs> See you next week. AD out. Bye. Podcast cover art by Nadine Bufi. Music by Joshua Benzon. Editing by ADD. Pakbet by Herwin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bye.